But why aren't we talking a lot more about T.I. and Tiny and all their allegations? Hmm. We need some energy on this topic. Hello, hello, hello. Hello and Kedu. Welcome back to another episode of Loud It Podcast. I am Nedensa and, well, ha- happy new month. Today I'm recording this on the 1st of August. So it's the Sunday, y'all will be listening to this on the 2nd, so tomorrow, the Monday. Happy new week, happy new month. Hopefully we can keep our savings this month. I I, I don't know about anyone else, but for me, last month, <laughs> I dipped into my pockets a bit too much. But we move, because I was loving life, I was happy. So it's good. Life is for the living, so sometimes you just have to live and... Sometimes that living is a bit lavish. <laughs> um, okay, well, firstly, why aren't we talking a lot more about T.I. and Tiny and their alleged allegations? I'm, I'm actually a bit confused by this whole topic because we'll be talking about, you know, people who need to be spoken about, you know, like Harvey Weinstein, we have R. Kelly... Bill Cosby, you know, all of them, them man, them there. And, oh, let's add Jocelyn into that pot too, because that woman, I don't know, we don't hear much about her, and I find that a bit worrying. But anyway, back to T.I. and Tiny. Why aren't we talking about them so much? Because they've been allegedly accused of trafficking, drugging and sexual assault for for quite a few women yeah but we're just not giving them the energy why not some of these some of these reports I, I can see or at least I heard of from April May of this year I'd heard of things last year as well but it really just became more more in my face really and I don't know how they're getting away with it so easily because yeah I just don't feel they they're getting the same energy because they're really kidnapping people allegedly raping them sexual trafficking intimidating them drugging them as I said and yeah it's actually scary because this is a couple as well so you can imagine I'm just adding, I'm adding fire to this, or adding fuel to the fire, but I can just imagine, so, a young, a young girl, I'm not even going to say a woman, a young girl, thinking, okay, I can work with T.I., I mean, the same guy that we were singing his songs years ago, I don't know why, the first one that comes to my mind is, is the one featuring Rihanna, just live your life, oh, hey, (laughs) that song just came to my mind straight away, and he's been living this life this whole time, and he has his, are they married, right, Tiny, and, and himself, and I can imagine Tiny being a woman, you know, for some reason, we do trust women more as a woman, basically, you don't think they'll put you in this sort of situation, you feel like they understand a bit more, 
And I mean, time and time again, we're always shown that men are very, very wayward, can be very ruthless and just very nonchalant and uncaring about a lot of things. And that's why a lot of these abusers that we hear of in the media, they do tend to be men, let's be honest. There's often a woman in the background who is coinciding and, you know, not not letting the, the story get out because they're also involved. They're the ones often bringing in the women into this. Um, like, I can imagine that's probably the sort of role Tiny is playing in this too, bringing in the women because you have that, that <sighs> terrible trust. I say terrible in this case because clearly not to be trusted, allegedly. Um, yeah, just, it's it's so scary to see. Even, um, is it with the Weinstein issue? Oh, wait, no, no. Oh, I forgot his name. The one that was with, where Ghislaine was basically the, the accomplice for, for the whole thing. Oh, Jeffrey Epstein, that's his name. So with Jeffrey Epstein's situation, you had Ghislaine also bringing in the, the young the young girls and yeah bringing them to the the sexual offender and so what's another one with a woman um oh with r kelly as well you also had a woman bringing in these young girls and keeping them in their rooms and yeah there's there just tends to be a pattern of the woman either bringing in the women like the ladies or the young girls literally young girls into these situations because the the young girls are more likely to trust the woman rather than a man saying things because we, we usually hear it time and time again of the men doing things and I think there also needs to be more light shone on women being the ones that sometimes are literally the, the first, the initial face and that's what also makes it more scary because, yeah, you have young girls who think they can trust these women because you wouldn't expect the woman to do to do this sort of thing where it could have easily been them or been them. Uh, I don't know if I'm explaining that properly, but you'd think that the woman would understand your pain. Uh, unfortunately, that's clearly not the case with with a lot of this, um, and with T.I. and Tiny, fam, it needs to come out in bigger news, be more public about this, and really, a lot of court cases need to be done here, and justice for a lot of the, the young girls and young women that they've brought into, into these scenarios, and they're just getting away with it, allegedly. I believe it, but hey-ho, that's me. I don't think that a, a bunch of different young girls and young women with literally, like, nothing in common with each other would be coming out and having very, very, very similar stories. Like, if, let's say, like, 20 women came out, do you really think all 20 are lying? Even if one, only one is telling the truth, that's still enough reason 
for this to be very shameful and very scary in itself. Um, so yeah, I don't like that whole, you know, like, of course, you have people who quote-unquote cry wolf, but it shouldn't take away the energy from the women who were telling the truth because it then makes it that much harder for other women, for example, who haven't come out yet and it's just not their right time, which which is very fair. I don't think you should be forced to, but if you want to, you shouldn't be also silenced in that too and be made to feel like you're telling a lie when you're really just telling your sad, sad truth. Things that people do not deserve. But it's just, it's a weird age that we're in right now. And for me personally, it's like, oh, wow, all these people I was growing up with. And I mean, I never ideal idealised them, no. Looked at them as role models, no. I never went to that level, but... I feel personally they actually more than I realized had a a very big part in my childhood just you know when you watch people all the time you play their music you're really connecting to them and you feel like you know them which is weird it's a weird concept and because back then there wasn't really this level of social media like Instagram Twitter Facebook, but mainly Instagram, where you feel like you're literally in their house. Back then, the most we'd see would be like a a tabloid, you know, something in the media. And you feel like you know them through that. And now, being my at my, at my bigger age now, and seeing so many things that have been done wrong to a lot of people, by people in the media, or done wrong to the people in the media like I mean free Britney hashtag hashtag um yeah and then even like Disney Channel there's there's a lot actually that's gone down within Disney where people are people who run Disney you know what I never I should have questioned it from the start you know why would these fully grown people be so Oh, you know what? I can never articulate what I mean when I say I'm scared of Disney producers. I just find it very weird that they're very, very, very in tune and enjoy kiddie things. As in, it's not the kiddie product, it's more the in the making and being around kids all the time. I don't know what it is about it. And the context of it. And you know a lot of the, the kiddie shows we were watching. There were usually hidden messages. Which you'd only understand when you're older. And sometimes it's like a sexual context. And you're really thinking like wow. These little kids were really saying this. Of course they never knew. But those those older grown ups. Are the ones who are scripting this. And that's problematic. And that makes sense as to why. A lot of child stars. Have. For, gone into some sort of I don't want to say senile but they've gone into strange ways if they haven't had the the solid family backing I'm not going to say upbringing but solid family backing in terms of if something bad is happening their family their parents have got their back 
and they're literally there for every single step of the process. Someone like Kiki Palmer, you can tell that her mum was there. She was present. She was definitely present. Whereas if you hear someone like Aaliyah, you can tell that her mum clearly wasn't present because how is this fully grown R. Kelly of a man raping her? Really, molesting her. It's not even rape, it was molesting. And how was he able to marry her? How? Like, there's a lot of questioning. Even for the B2K boys, why were they living with Chris Stokes? Surely they could have come to record any time they wanted with their parents because they were underage as well. So it doesn't just go for girls, it goes for boys as well. And... Yeah, it's, it's just it's an eye-opener now that I'm growing up and thinking back to how the kids were reacting and you'd see it in the media, but you wouldn't understand why they were reacting in such a way. Um, like, I even remember the rumours about Raz B being gay at the time and it would be more like to poke fun, but now when you deep it of what Chris Stokes and Marcus Houston. Marcus Houston was also a victim that became a predator. Um, and yeah, what, what they were doing in essence to these other young young boys. It's, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird one. And then I think once again, let's say back to Disney Channel or Nickelodeon. And you have, I don't know, the likes of Miley Cyrus who went a bit rogue um, even Demi Lovato into her depression, um, Selena Gomez went through her own things, I'm just thinking of people with bigger names that came out of Disney Channel, yet there were a few people who didn't, um, let me think, I said Kiki Palmer before, that would have been Nickelodeon, so True Jackson VP, um, or the Disney Channel movie Jump In, if you remember her on that as well. Um, yeah, so you have people like her. I feel like Ashley Tisdale, Tisdale never really went so rogue like that, or at least not as far as I knew in the media. Um, Hilary Duff, not really so rogue. It's just, yeah, like you get a few people who didn't and they were they're quite, yeah, quite settled in some kind of way. And then I think about Trouble. Oof, Trouble. I loved the channel Trouble back in the day. The day it was cancelled, I feel like a lot of black people, we lost <laughs> we lost a piece of our heart because all the channel, ah, of all the channels that could go at that time. And a lot of people like myself only just about had access to it for a few years. So all those shows where we were finally used to seeing black people that look like ourselves on TV being the main character, not the second, not the second lead or the person who, you know, someone else takes their man or something like that and always being the lesser character. We finally got to see ourselves and ourselves entirely and just being happy and just happy families. Like you had my wife and kids, just happy families. Although, you know, my wife and kids has its own problematic certain certain with Claire Kyle, you know, she was an originally a dark skinned woman and then or dark skinned 
black girl because she wasn't she wasn't that old yet um and then she was replaced by the other claire i think her name is jennifer freeman and it was a a light skin what was a mixed race a mixed race young young woman young girl as well uh yeah that was some colorism so we yeah we went through our colorism issues and we still go through colorism till this day i feel like a lot of white people and people of yeah let's just go with white people probably don't understand colorism within our community i can't say the reason why i said just white people is because i know asian people also have their own colorism problems within their own communities and i'm just not going to talk about their their issues because i don't understand it as much i understand it to the fact that i know it's there and i know the different reasons like the different jobs that people were given if they were of a darker complexion if they were of lighter um just the privileges people would get but i don't want to speak on too much because i feel like i could later on have one of my friends on here for example who can talk about it from a more first-hand perspective rather than me rambling on on what i've the little i know like i probably just know my two pence but fam my two pence i still tried to learn a lot of people don't try to learn so at least at least I'm, I'm trying um but yeah so that that was our thing so on trouble at least we had some kind of our community and we could go to school and be like did you watch this did you watch that and we could be laughing bantering yet now the shows we're actually watching more <laughs> a lot of people is like love island we were talking about it yesterday just at my sister's barbecue. Well, my sister and her husband's barbecue. <laughs> Celebration of life, as they called it. Which makes sense. I mean, we're all alive and healthy, thank God. Because COVID, this last year, more than a year now, actually, has been horrific. Um, but yeah, no, at least now what we're talking about is Love Island and that's for a black person black people please i keep on saying this every single dang year can we stop going on love island can we stop like i will <laughs> honestly i would probably still watch it it's just seeing a black person on there and being mistreated and just not being chosen whereas in the real world we know they're bad bees and guys go after them all the time so it's always a it's always a reality check when you're in the house and it's always like a, a shock to them whereas we all knew we all been knew that love island is not for black people come on now <laughs> why are we still going on there like the black man ugh, i beg you're not my problem go in there all you like the ones that are on there it's just, ugh, I'm not going to talk about it too much. Um, but they don't really have the same issue. Because, yeah, the white women on there tend to fetishize them in some kind of way. Mm, don't don't hurt me. Don't judge me. But I believe it. They usually tend to fetishize, fetishize the black men on there. Whereas the black women, there's always some kind of heat. There's always them crying at some point due to like not being chosen for some kind of x y and z reason um and not in the same kind of tears as sally the i don't know 
the other white lady who might be crying about not being chosen. It's always a deeper meaning to why they're not being chosen because they've experienced now for several weeks not being anyone's centre of attention and when they are, they realise the person was just playing a game and they were just there trying to win the money with them, which everyone's trying to do. But you can tell at least with some of the other couples, they generally are attracted to each other to, to some degree. Whereas the black people aren't there, black women, different scenario. Let's not talk about Salma, okay? Because we never heard her. The only time we heard her was one time when she clapped, clap, clap, clap. And the other time was when they did the, the three-way kiss, her, Clarice and Liam. It was Liam, right? Yeah. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> um, but, oh, I don't know. This this day and age, maybe black people, we need our own show. They're similar to Love Island, but mm, I don't really want a happy island either. <laughs> I'm really just there for the tea and the goss. I don't want to watch happiness if I wanted to. I could do that anytime I wanted to. Just Google it. Just go on YouTube. Just watch something else. But when I'm watching Love Island, I want the tea. I want the mess. And But I don't want the sadness that comes with the black women. So, yeah, I feel like we should have our own show. It should be something that should have been pitched by now, but apparently we're still in this dang age where, unfortunately, that's not the case. Um, huh, let's just hope, this is going all the way back to what I was talking about at the start, but let's just hope with T.I. and Tiny, all the people they've done wrong get their own justice, all the people within Disney, within I don't know, Nickelodeon, I don't really watch the shows on there anymore, but the kids aren't being hurt and being used in some kind of way that's very vile. And yeah, everyone that's just doing dirt in the darkness comes to light. Because we're tired. We're tired of all of this. This BS. Um, well, this week, well, no, last week, we've been watching the Olympics. Just yesterday, I was watching the 100 meters final. <laughs> I can't believe my girl, Dina Asher-Smith, she stumbled, she fumbled the bag, not even at the final, but during the heats, child, <laughs> I really wanted her in the final so badly, but I don't even blame her, because the pressure that the, the British public, or the British media, whatever you want to call it, put on these athletes is a lot, but then she started saying that she had uh, a problem with her Achilles heel, Achilles heel, yeah, and yeah, she didn't tell anyone, I'm like, girl, you shouldn't have told us now either, because I'm, I know for a fact that you're in the 4x100 relay team, and now I'm scared as well, because that same Achilles tendon or Achilles heel that was causing you problems during your own heat is going to still be there, pray for our girls. <laughs> I'm so extra I'd really do too much um but yeah I was I was happy for Elaine Thompson my girl Shelly Ann Fraser Price I love her she's still my winner I do like Elaine but Shelly that's my girl 
but yeah jamaica first and second rap you get it i love it when jamaicans win the sprints keep on keep on getting your bag we love it and yeah that was it really there's it i feel like shelly could have actually won um you could tell after her third like on her third stride she had like a little bit of a like a glitchy moment in her leg so i feel like maybe that could have without that it could have been a different race but without that something else could have happened so yeah whatever elaine won go on elaine we love it and what else has happened last week or this week um you have oh the two ladies that have come out or yeah decided to drop out of their respective sports and i do not blame them naomi osaka man like we love her naomi and uh simone biles gymnastics so naomi tennis simone gymnastics right and yeah there's a lot of as i mentioned even with dina there's a lot of pressure on a lot of these women and they're young young women so it's a lot to handle a lot to deal with i don't blame them if their mental health is you know their their front focus especially because we've all gone through the last year the last over a year of the panoramic so yeah i don't i don't blame them for putting their health forward putting their health first because yeah i don't know even this olympics this year in japan in tokyo just doesn't feel like the olympics something feels wrong this feels like a like a diamond league like something lesser it doesn't feel like really this is the epitome of a lot of these sports sporting events highlights or the careers um it's not the highlights for every every sporting event but something like athletics it really is the highlight and it just is not given what it's supposed to give um it's okay it's okay i have two more things i wanted to talk about but i'm thinking whether i've been talking a bit too much <laughs> i've been talking for a little while haven't i um you know what we'll talk about it next week but there's two things. One is fake is the new natural. <laughs> of course, relating to Love Island. <laughs> you guys, if you don't watch Love Island and <laughs> you don't enjoy these topics. <laughs> oh, I feel sorry for you, Bella. <laughs> oh, and then the second one is imposter syndrome. I think I've touched upon this in the past in another episode, but... You know, I said I started a new job and, girl, the imposter syndrome has been real. I don't even know how I'll talk about it next week. <laughs> I say this now, I might not, but you know what? Let's just talk about it very quickly. It's been, it's been a strange feeling at work. Um, I love it. Like, I feel like I really, really, really like it where I am. I'm speaking it into existence that I'll be amazing at my job and my job will love me as much as I love it, which will be very immensely, um, yeah, you know what, I'm, I'm done talking about it, actually, there's not much to say, I said what I said, but things will improve, 
the imposter will be no more and yeah I'll just be able to bask in my glory <laughs> oh yeah okay anyway <sighs> hope you have a good week if you have anything you'd like to mention that I've spoken about during today's episode please use the hashtag loudedpodcast I'm also on twitter at neddy121 and that's it that's it then i'll speak to y'all next week bye